Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 26, The Summoning Circle. So we're basically just past a year. We're past our one year anniversary. Hey, wow. <laughs> you've only been listening wow. to it too. Uh, yeah, for like five four months. or five months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's a milestone for us. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening for this whole year. Um, not really a year, but we've been banking episodes and we've run out. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're caught up. Uh, Here we are, one week ahead. <laughs> yeah, one week ahead. Uh, we just got over. A lot of us just got over sickness. Uh. uh uh, I've been I've been telling my students that I got COVID from my racquetball friend Elijah. Hey yo. Um so thank you for that. Uh, Being sick is pretty great because I can do like a bluesy voice, but only when I'm sick. A bl- bluesy? Yeah, you know, like, like, blues like a, clues. Miles Davis. Yeah, like a, you know, like a, like a like a like a growly, like kind of like twelve bar blues guy. Like I can only do that when I have like a certain kind of like sinal thing mm. going on. And so when I'm sick, I just kind of sit on the couch in my sleeping bag and I just I just do the twelve bar blues for extended periods. I can of only time. cook an egg on my forehead when I'm sick. We should have capitalized on that and had you narrate some of uh, <laughs> yeah, Stay <yeah>. Buried. <laughs> Um, welcome back to, uh, stay buried book. Dang it. Uh, not even a bit. I'm After a year, we still haven't I'm really restart. figured this no, part out. I did out. last yeah. chapter. Welcome to rupture book. Welcome. We are stay buried. <laughs> <laughs> welcome I back. I like that. Welcome back to stay buried. My name is Miss <laughs> Newton. <laughs> <laughs> And this is a podcast that we've been doing for a year now in which we read through uh, a book that I wrote when I was in sixth grade. We are nearing the end of it. We've only we're really approaching the third act right now. There's only eight chapters left. Um, I think we're near four chapters left. (laughs) Near four. four. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a throwback. That's a prologue throwback. That's awesome. Near yeah, four. If you've been with us since the beginning, you would have caught That's that. That's for the OGs out there. Um, <laughs> the OGs who have been listening for four months. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. Big commitment. Um, that, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disparage you. Thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Newt. I'm surrounded by friends. Nick, Kevin, <laughs> I'm racquetball friend Eli. It's your boy Zach. Glad to be back. That was your quip. There you go. It rhymes. It's a quip. (laughs) Get Josh Whedon on the line. We have a new writer for Marvel. I just feel bad for the listener that waited a week. Okay, so chapter 26 is, uh, I believe, an Earth chapter. Um, So following... I believe I think it's like based on the first line, the, the monsters that have ruptured over from Gale 
into Earth. I believe it's the longest chapter in the book. <laughs> They've already stopped listening no, after you said I, Earth I chapter. I need to not say that. Um, we we don't just, know what this chapter's about. Yeah, it could be Bill. It may be Genghis. Oh, it could be a good old Genghis <laughs> chapter. You might want to stick around for that. You have to dangle that over them with the carrot. Just, maybe that, Genghis will show up in Earth at like the end of the chapter. Yeah, maybe he'll murder some of his own friends. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, that'd, oh, be, God, that'd, that'd be That'd be a funny? good old classic rupture chapter. <laughs> This one's going to be good. I'm feeling it. Uh, so last thing that happened uh, on Earth is all these uh, these ruptured over creatures are trying to kill Bill Tell. And one of them kind of accidentally did. <laughs> um, the black dog, a giant, fat, ugly, patchy, furred monster finds Bill in the middle of a Canadian forest and beats him up. <laughs> Just beats him up until uh, he is uh, brain alive but body dead. Yeah, that's intense. It is intense. Um, so we have yet to pick up on that plot thread. It doesn't seem like we're in Canada at the beginning of this chapter. It seems like we're back in New York with the other monsters who are just this ragtag group of fiends walking around new york city <laughs> ragtag group of fiends i like big that apple. call him bill dad <laughs> was he like taking a leak or something when he got assaulted like what what happened what was he doing in the woods when he got well they were like, sleeping in a tree they were sleeping in a tree and in the, the tree yeah and then the bear dog just like started slamming against the tree bill fell out and what then the bear just like oh, yeah. <laughs> uh Tore him up. <laughs> Just ripped him to shreds. I think we're going to see any police in this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Come on. A major part of the world we live in, you know, governments and I law forces. don't think that um, a man with silvery skin, a hag-looking woman, um, and a being made of pure fire are really that odd for Times Square. Like... Uh, let's not forget that that being a fire burned several cars and people, <laughs> like alive, probably right. Yeah, we pro- fought probably. With mom. Yeah, what are the police gonna do? Handcover? <laughs> the last True. couple chapters are just them in court. I guess extinguished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, prosecutor for assault. The people versus firestorm. <laughs> um, so let us uh, dive in because uh, we've got a, a, a long journey ahead. Chapter 26, The Summoning Circle. Roan screamed into the sky at Guam as he flew away. She clenched her fists and pointed her wand at Cockrell. You made me do this, she started to say a death word at the scared-looking forgotten, but an invisible force told her not to. The soul of the fates influenced her very conscience. Her ethics were jumbled up now. What did I make you do exactly? Cockrell asked. You made me let them get away, snapped Roan. Her blood-red eyes glared at the shapeshifter with so much hatred even the bravest of people would be scared of her. Well, I know how to get them back on the upside, Cockrell shrugged. He was in his true form now. (laughs) Not gonna say what it is, he just was. (laughs) Well, I think we established the Forgottens are kind of these silver-skinned, like, swirling patterns of color underneath them. On the Um, upside? I don't want to get him back on the upside. <laughs> I, I think that means like look at the bright side, not like uh, they're on the upside. I you know, I'll find them on the upside. Just to clarify, is this kind of like a? This is like after Bill and Guam just left, like New literally York. just left. So we're kind of flashing back mm-hmm. in time a yeah. little bit here. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. 
and now they're kind of turning on each other. How are the fates related to uh, Rowan? Um, they're all hags, maybe. Okay. They're all hags. Yeah, that. That's about Sounds all I got. Good. And actually, uh, in theory, aren't two of them dead and just Clothor alive? Well, yeah, the soul of the fates. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Not, not the mouths. <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> a good start. <laughs> We're all confused. Well, I know how to get them back on the upside. Cockrell shrugged. He was in his true form now. How? Roan snarled. In this world, they have things called assassins. They are stronger people who go out into the world and capture the target. Assassin. Wait, are we back in Gale? Are we, or is he talking about Earth? He's talking about Earth. 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 Yeah. There are no assassins in Gale. In re- in Earth, we have assassins. Yeah. They capture people. <laughs> that is what they are best known for. He's working on faulty information. <laughs> Roan looked into the sky and then at the strange yellow metal monsters sucking people from the streets into their cores. These taxis were creeping her out. Roan has done time on Earth, right? Like Roan, she lived on Earth. She was a hippie. <laughs> she just never made it to New York, oh, I guess. Boy. Never saw a, a cab. Yeah, she was a hippie. She's been hitchhiking and stuff. Right? I mean. She would at least know what a car is and not a strange yellow metal monster. You could have picked any know. other character in this group. To, and that would have worked. Okay. And it would have worked. But yeah. no, Roan is the only one that's <laughs> conceivably been living on Earth for some amount of time. So we hire an assassin? Better. We summon someone for our world. Someone stronger than all others. <laughs> the planet Why destroyer. Why are you bring up assassins? <laughs> in this world, they have assassins. So you're saying we should use an assassin? No! I know what I'm saying. I'm saying we get core. The planet destroyer. Oh, He's called the planet destroyer. Classic cockroach. He destroys planets. <laughs> He's a planet destroyer. <laughs> So we hire an assassin. Better. We summon someone from our world. Someone stronger than all others. The planet destroyer. You want to summon Kor? I love this plan more by the minute. Yeah, Kor, Genghis, the Sphinx. We can summon anyone we choose. We can capture Bill and we can summon the Rupture. Roan smiled so wide that her ears were no limits to her grin. We can do anything we want. Cockrell returned the smile. Anything. Roan started cackle, but sooner than later her smile disappeared. We don't have all the ingredients. I am most certain we do not have golem candles. Cockrell laughed. Golem candles? Do we really need those? No, we can substitute with wax. It's abundant in this world. What the hell is that? So, wax is this rare thing in Gale that you need to do magic of sorts. But we got a lot of wax here. So, they could have summoned the rupture this whole time? What? With wax, no less. <laughs> With wax. Cockerel seems like he is talking out of his butt. But I don't know if that's oh. because he is or if it's because the but, narrative is messed know. up. Roan just seems to be really easily buying this if yeah. he is just co- talking out of his butt. Once again, know. he's like, we could get an assassin. Okay, sure. No, the planet destroyer. The planet destroyer? I just think one of them. Well, yeah, this chapter. <laughs> the dancer or the planet destroyer. Whichever <laughs> seems more intimidating. We did, um, I mean, the chapter title is The Summoning Circle. So I guess they have always had this power just to summon things randomly. 
They um, just needed Gollum wax, which was foreshadowed. <laughs> Maybe. Right? <laughs> so, is we can summon the rupture. We're, we're back. This is the rupture is a item. Is that correct? Is that kind of what we're thinking? Book doesn't seem to know. Um, I think it is an item. Okay. Um, it's an item, and it's also what is currently happening. It is an item that has like a magical force emanating from it. Like the, the rupture between worlds is an object that creates the force, I suppose. Interesting concept. S- sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so really, they're trying to summon the rupture. So they're trying to rip the worlds back apart. I think because no, the rupture is the rupture's dying, this, and that's why the worlds are fusing, right? That's what they say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what they say. So if they summon <laughs> yeah. the rupture, is that just you know tearing tearing the fabric of space time a little bit? Is that what the rupture is? I think if they the rupture is somewhere and it is dying somewhere, but if they summoned it, I don't know if that would actually have an effect. Dying, right? It'll just right. I think it was more just saying we could do anything we can imagine. Yeah, they're just evil villain cackling right now. Yeah, I just which was I think really there's... hoping they're gonna hire like some Irish <laughs> oh, named Seamus or something. <laughs> I think it's funny because then the last time we saw Cockerel, his allegiance. Was just chaos essentially. Like he yeah. had no size. He was hitting everybody. Yeah, and now he and Ron are kind of buddy. I mean, buddy, he but... still seems like he's like, we'll summon the Sphinx or Genghis or the planet destroy anybody. Like he's he's just kind of tooting to his own drum. Yeah, he's tooting to his own <laughs> drum. Classic <laughs> rupture saying. Same boy, just summon eight <laughs> babes and just go off to Cancun and have a much better time. One of my favorite lines with Jadra is you suggesting just hit the button on uh, Jagger, turn him into a busty woman right off into the sunset. <laughs> You're like, summon a busty woman right off into the sunset. That's where my mind's always <laughs> Goals. Goals. Wax, huh? Yep. Roan thought it over. What about the magic book? We do not have that. We need the seven words of summoning. Cockerel sniggered. I memorized all of them. Roan joined into the laugh. Cock- How can you memorize back. seven words? <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the clouds. Silently, a glance of recognition flew across her face. I got it. I got an idea. That's a first, thought Cockerel, <laughs> but decided to voice that with a smile. Now, what may that be? We can summon the gatekeeper. The owner of the necropolis? Yes. He smiled. Ooh. The um, heavily foreshadowed owner of the necropolis. <laughs> so the necropolis was brought up in the last bill chapter because the shadow beasts of which the black dog was one are from the necropolis. Oh. It's just another hole. It's just another pit. It's just another pit. <laughs> oh, wait a second. The dog's probably the gatekeeper. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That's I don't know if that maybe, makes sense, but that's, or came with the gatekeeper. They 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 summon the black dog to go kill. Oh, Bill, that's what they're talking about right oh, that'd now. That'd be cool. I doubt it. You <laughs> think there's a, they summon something else from the necropolis? Yeah. <laughs> right. I think this is going to be the dumbest chapter yet. I've uh, already it I've already is kind of. <laughs> Cockgirl picked up his sword and started to trace a David Star. <laughs> Jewish magic. <laughs> you definitely, have, you definitely uh, meant a pentagram, right? Yes. We can't just have a pentagram. I didn't count the points. I didn't count Sacrilegious. The points. We'll do a David Star. 
Have a Nagila. Get the golems. The the golem the wax. It's all coming together. If this book reveals that the golems were responsible for 9 11, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> the anti Semitism runs deep. You didn't oh, even know you were being anti Semitic. <laughs> Oh man! I love that it's definitely meant to be like a pentagram, but you just you just didn't know. But now, so now it's canon. Or he knew and knew it was satanic, so I was just like, uh, that, would be, that would be too bad for this book. Yeah. I love. I just didn't count the points. <laughs> just... <laughs> that mixed with the golem wax really is an unsettling image. We got the Hanukkah callbacks with the wax. We got spit a dreidel in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> You started to trace the David star in the sand of a beach. Although it was called a summoning circle, it was a star. On each point, a candle was placed. Although they weren't as magnificent looking as the ones in Gale, the wax ones were sent, sent out a nice aroma. In the center of the star, a book was placed. Usually the book Rio Minos was placed in the center. They could find no such book in Earth. Instead, they were forced to use the next best magical thing. Aesop's fables. You imagine them in Barnes and Noble. Like, that book. You got a you got a Rios Minos here. So typing it in. Like, oh look, there's a Yankee like, candle across the mall. Right. Yeah, they have five Yankee candles oh. on the summoning star. <laughs> Clean linen. Lavender. No cops. <laughs> Once again, if it's just these two, they don't look that that's much fair, different than your average New Yorker. Um, <laughs> Rio Minos. Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Roan hissed. No, replied Cockerel, reassuming the form of a human road worker. Wait, has he always been in that form? <laughs> reassuming. Well, he's drawing a star on the ground, and that's the road, right? So he's being a road worker to get away with it. Well, he's on the beach. Well, no, now he's, he's returning to it. He wasn't, and now he's like, you know what? I got to be a road worker now. He was the gray, Fair. slimy monster when he was car carving the David Star, but now he's turning into your average he's got an like, orange safety vest. Live <laughs> is nobody better dig here. No sorry, no digging. People passing by only saw a worker and a hippie. Cockerel drew a wand and pointed at the center of the circle. Saloon. Shalom. Shalom. I'm sorry, but real fast, can you just imagine if you're walking by and you saw a hippie and a construction worker drawing a pentagram into the sand on a beach? Like that's not like I feel like they they resume those forms it's, of blend it's in. Not but even it's not even a pentagram. It's a David yeah. Star. It's David Star. It's so weird as hell with candles on each point. Yeah. It's that's not blending in. It doesn't matter what you look like. <laughs> also, Saloom and Shalom. I, I mean, know. come on. I know. This is getting on candy. Unsettling. I don't like it. Don't point him out. <laughs> Saloom, he said, making the candles create towers of flames three yards high. They started to spiral and entwine themselves with each other. Each flame was the color of its candle, and every candle was a different color. He withdrew the orb of a clear sapphire and thrust it down. It landed perfectly in the center of the summoning circle. <laughs> Roan withdrew her wand. Just say the words and I'll repeat them. Sorry, yeah, Cockrell voice. Cockrell nodded and recited the seven words of summoning. The flames started to dance together. 
Roan quickly turned to Cockrell and raised an eyebrow. Where's Firestorm? Good question. Cockrell <laughs> smiled. She is no of no assistance now. Where do you think we got the magic flames? <laughs> Roan cackled just what? as a voice boomed from the summoning circle. Whom do you wish to summon? It's like an operating center for the summoning circle. It's just somebody somewhere. Oh, somebody's trying to summon. Who do you want? All right, I'll try and ping yeah, you through. Your order. Su- summoning circle. Whom do you wish to summon? Oh, so Firestorm's dead, apparently. He, yeah. <laughs> Turn no her explanation candles. for how that happened. No, no. How do you kill Firestorm? <laughs> Where do you think we got the Yankee magic candles. flames? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So, rip, I guess. Rip Firestorm. Another unceremonious death. Off screen. Rone cackled just as a voice boomed from the summoning circle. Whom do you wish to summon? said the voice. Roan and Cockrell quickly huddled together and discussed the answer. Cockrell rose and opened his mouth. He morphed into a creature with sharp, blood-stained teeth. The vampire answered the question with ease. We would like to summon the mind, body, and will of Cor Da Vinci. Cockrell answered. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we would like to summon the mind, body, and will oh, no. of Cor Da Vinci. <laughs> Cockrell answered. So the the surname of the evil big bad is Da Vinci. <laughs> da Vinci. Cockrell really had a lot of cards up his sleeve here. Like I don't know if we really realized. Why he turned into a vampire? I think because he just can, right? Well, I think it's just like he's evil, so it's like a kind of like you know, a genie and Aladdin will just like morph whoever is that best emphasizes the line. That's this one, right? It's like I'm gonna say something really despicable. But I thought they settled on the the gatekeeper of Necropolis. Yeah, they did, didn't they? And then now so is Cockerel like stealing that out from under Roan? I could see that happening. They they clearly each have different agendas. Uh, Core Da Vinci. A scan of the page says no. Well, we yeah, just forgot they, that plot they point. They huddled and discussed the answer. I just like Da Vinci means from Vinci. Vinci, right? Yeah. So or from Vinci. <laughs> Is there a Vinci in Gale? <laughs> Well, it's maybe a third, it's w- third planet would be where the Vinci is, right? The is third Vinci world? thing or is it Venice or like what is um, what is Da Vinci? Yeah. I maybe it's like one of those like parallel things, like you know, Benjamin Franklin was the legendary hero. Maybe Leonardo yeah. Da Vinci was like Core's <laughs> Earth Dad. counterpart. Oh, and so they had all the future stuff because Da Vinci was there inventing all of it. Ooh, uh-huh. mm. Ooh. <laughs> either way, it's planet. not really a last name. That's what I find so funny. Is it's more like <laughs> more of a denotation, like Jesus of Nazareth, but um, beautiful. Core Da Vinci. The flames whirled and spun, each retreating into the sapphire orb until the entire blue ball was glowing with supernatural energy. Then there was a flash of rainbow light. Roan smiled as she awaited one of the most powerful beings in history. But he did not stand where he should. Well, where is she? Where is he? Roan shouted. She swatted at a fly that flew past her, (laughs) uh, which had come from the summoning circle. 
In fact, this was Kor himself <laughs> spiraling into a different direction as Roan slapped him away. <laughs> it's a good thing you explained that. <laughs> I least, spelled it out. I think it's happened like at least three or four times where the fl- the core fly shows up and then Newt has to re-explain every time that it is in <laughs> fact the guys, core fly. be scared. Be scared, please. <laughs> Cockerel barred his teeth and shouted in a different language. I won't bother translating. <laughs> <laughs> I executed this correctly? <laughs> Where is he? He swore again, then sunk his head. Core apparently will be no use for us. Summon someone else. Like whom? Co- Cockerel shook his head. Genghis, the gatekeeper, Guam, Bill, an assassin. Just, just get someone over here. <laughs> Wait, why don't they just summon Bill if that's their goal is to kill Bill? Genghis seems like the least person I want to summon. I know. You he's know gonna, gonna, if you summon Genghis, gonna kill he's, you. he's going to kill you and your entire family. Do especially get, if you're own. Do they get unlimited summons with this thing? Because they already summoned Kor. <laughs> the destroyer of world. The destroyer of world. The planet destroyer. Huh. Lots of questions. <laughs> and yeah. no answers. Two answers. <laughs> do you have to summon collect ever, do you think? <laughs> like you're being summoned. Also, this call is going to cost you. <laughs> Roan mocked him and went over to the candles. She drew a long match and started to ignite the flames. She walked outside of the circle and repeated the seven words. When the voice boomed out, Roan called out to summon the gatekeeper. The flames danced again. Roan screamed. One of the flame pillars jumped forward, striking her in the chest. She fell back and turned to Cockrell. He was gone. She looked back at the circle. The sky in New York grew black as the sun and moon collided, making the citizens scream. Like, collided? The eclipse was unplanned. (laughs) Okay. Energy radiated through the air and made plants next to the circle died. The sapphire orb exploded and a man arose from the mist. Hmm. Maybe man wouldn't be the best word. It was humanoid in looks. It was at least 10, 12 feet tall. At least the si- twice the size of a tall man. <laughs> From its shoulders to toes, it was pitch black. It was a large silhouette, living and breathing. Only a few outlines were visible, but its head was different. It was a skull. Its entire head was made from an indestructible bone. You know a tall man... <laughs> I think twice double, that. Double that. As a six foot tall, generally considered tall man, can confirm twice my height is 12 feet. 10, 12 feet. 10, 12 feet. 120 feet. Well, twice the size is a very tall man. A 60 foot 60 man. Foot man. <laughs> not like a super tall guy, though. Like, like yeah, yeah. Not a, He's not like twice the size of a basketball player. No. Just, <laughs> think of it like a tall-ish guy. And like, he's at least twice that. Yeah. The fact that the narrator is like, he's got to be at least 10 12 feet tall. Yeah. He's like on the fly estimating. <laughs> uh, I won't bother translating. <clears throat> the gatekeeper strode forward and grabbed Roan by the neck. It squeezed. No, no. I summoned you here for a good reason. We need help looking for Bill Tell. We have reason to believe he wants to release your prisoners. Roan lied. The gatekeeper just stared at her with empty eyes, as if deep in thought. I have lost a prisoner from the necropolis. He was one of my strongest, the black dog. Roan nodded quickly. Yes, yes, come on, help me. We need help. The gatekeeper looked around. 
Oui? Yes, my partner Cockrell are both looking for Tell. We have other reasons to hunt him. Like what? Well, he has some special talents. Whatever he writes comes true. We need his abilities to put some pieces onto the chessboard. Like whom? The gatekeeper asked. Roan was tired of this interrogation. I need some people like Cor. Cor? He's dead, isn't he? Well, if Tell writes him back, it'll happen. Go on, the gatekeeper said. Well, also, we plan to bring back the one thing that can help us. The one thing that's perfect. We plan to resurrect Kai. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Roan sighed. Enough. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Roan sighed. Enough. So they hold on. They plan to resurrect Kor, the guy who destroyed Kai, and then they want to resurrect Kai. I don't know what the hell's Kai, happening. Kai the world? Yeah. They, they want to resurrect. We're off the rails now, boys. Uh, we, 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 this I think is an Ro- Earth chapter. There were no rails. Roan believes that if that Bill can write it back into existence. It's not like a standard resurrection. It's like a reinvention. Like, write it and it exists again. So just write that Kai's alive. So does Rowan alive? some connection to Kai then? Because she was the one who brought the uh, the Ings. Yeah. yeah. She knew where they were. Nobody else did. We're finally getting to see a bit of her plan, though. It's a stupid plan. It's... But it is well. Maybe a plan. maybe core can destroy worlds, and core can create worlds. I never realized how detrimental lack of foreshadowing is to understanding a story. <laughs> That's a good point. Why is it Bill just run around with a notebook all the time? Like if everything he writes is <laughs> true. Because I think they don't understand that his premonitions are not brought from him, but more so mm-hmm. uh, some other force. I guess. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Do you think Bill is the narrator? Well, yes. that's what we've said since really since the beginning is he's the prophet. He's seeing right. what's happening in the other world and he's but, foretelling it. But Roan and everyone calls them da- daddy. calls him daddy. So you think she has misunderstood his powers? Yes, yeah, okay. I think so. I I would like that to be what happens. Is, is what I mean by <laughs> is that. Is that or he's God? Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Currently unclear which is which. Yeah, I think it would be kind of cool if God was just a pudgy middle-aged <laughs> guy, but I don't know. <laughs> the gatekeeper dropped Roan. Now, where exactly would this tell person be? That's why we hired you. The gatekeeper stuck out his hand. He struck Roan in the chest. She flew back into the side of a skyscraper. Why the heck did you do that? Roan shouted. I don't like yelling. Plus, you didn't hire me. You summoned me against my will, the gatekeeper snarled. Roan slid down the side of the building and started to swear. From now on, you will obey me! The gatekeeper shook his head. No, no. You will obey me. Roan backed up against the wall. And how will you make me do that? She said sheepishly. The gatekeeper snapped his fingers. Suddenly, ruby chains came from nowhere and wrapped around Roan's ankles, neck, and wrists. The shackles were so heavy she collapsed on the ground. How? Roan sputtered. I use these chains to contain the shadow beasts. The chains are enchanted to the extent they become golems. 
themselves. They cannot go within seven miles of the keeper, and they have to do whatever the master says. And they have to do whatever the master says. <laughs> Wait. If shadow beasts cannot go within seven miles of the keeper, then where are the shadow beasts? Rowan inquired. The gatekeeper opened his mouth. Then his eyes sockets widened. You've doomed this world and all in it by bringing me here. I'm so confused. Remember when Rowan used to be cool? Yeah. Remember that where she used to oh, be like, we used to like Rowan. Irish hitman. She used to be like our favorite character. Yeah, she used to have so much personality and spunk, and now she's just the worst. Yeah. So it's another in, bad guy. So in, in this world, a golem is just any in, inanimate object given life. Yeah. It's not it specifically the sand beast thing. No. Okay. Um, but there does seem to be a bit of like a proximity spell with the chains. So that's that's what's happening here is you have the chains have to be within seven miles or the proximity spell wears off. He's been teleported away from his prison. Okay. And so now all the shadow beasts that were previously imprisoned by the spell are now Why free. did this just now occur to him, though, in this conversation? I know, right? <laughs> if that's your job, you are the gatekeeper, then you really should be thinking no, about this. Wait, Cockrell should have known that, wait, What do you think happened? Because that's oh. the that's the implication of the chains, right? As long as you're within seven, feet, seven miles of me, these chains are going to be here. And she says, but aren't you supposed to be watching the shadow beasts? But th- he says the exact opposite of that, doesn't he? That the chains yeah. cannot be within seven miles of him? Yeah, all the shadow beasts have to be at least seven miles away from the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. I don't I think know that what it, any of this means. They cannot go within seven miles of They have to do whatever the master says. They cannot go within se- I think it's supposed to be like they can't. I, th- they, I, I think it's just poorly written. In my mind, I feel like they can't leave <laughs> like a seven-mile radius. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I think what happens now is that they're going to be transported to Earth. Oh, okay, okay. Because now he was transported there. They can't be uh, away more than seven miles away from him, and now okay. they're going to yeah, be... Yeah, yeah, they've been even warping. Even though that is not back. what it says. Okay. That's guess, yeah. the canon. I'm just going to skip to that part of the conversation. I, well, <laughs> in the ending... In the, in the, in the, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a bulky chapter. Bulky. Um, You've doomed this world and all in it by bringing me here. Suddenly, there was a flash of black light in the sky. Creatures started to fly amok. The city was filled with screams in an instant. Hard cut. Creatures swooped down and frightened the most innocent of lives. The lamest the apocalypse ever. Of the innocent. Bunch of bubbling <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Caused all of this. Rhoda is the equivalent of like one of the, the burglars at Home Alone. Like it feels like the equivalent of like Doctor Strange Love. Like like just like just morons accidentally <laughs> ending the world. Like, Wait, if you summon me here, <laughs> what about that- my shadow beasts? <laughs> and then just lightning cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you summon yeah. me here, then who's watching the Shadow Realm? <laughs> Roan's eyes widened as a creature swooped in front of her eyes. It was furry with wide red eyes about the size of a fist. It had slit pupils. It had a s- small horns hardly bigger than a toothpick. Also, <laughs> eyes the size of your fist and horns smaller than a toothpick. Why even mention the horns? They're, they're like almost indiscernible. <laughs> 
Also, it was covered in gray old feathers. It had giant wings with a bald head. His skin was wrinkled in gray. What is that? Roan shouted. She had to strain herself just to speak over the shouts. That's a mothman. One once escaped to your world a few years ago. The gatekeeper replied. There was a shriek above. The gatekeeper looked up just in time to spare his own life. For context, um, the that, cryptids book, the cryptids book. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. I knew exactly what the, that was. Mothman, like bridge collapse, um, <laughs> from like the eighties or something. Yep. Also, the gatekeeper is saying that Rowan's world is the human world. In that sentence, I just love that. You yeah. must be really tired when you write the bill chapter. It's like they're definitely from a writing standpoint way, worse than the rest worse. one of them. Oh man. Ugh. Let's just quit. Let's just stop doing it. I don't want to read this. I'm anymore. okay. Let's just skip forward. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I need, like the I need to know. The, moth, man. <laughs> the, uh, the gatekeeper replied. There was a shriek above. The gatekeeper looked up just in time to spare his own life. He rolled onto his side as teeth scraped against the asphalt. The dragon that had dived at him howled in rage. Roan looked the creature over. It looked like an ing, but was it was light blue and had long whips flying from the tops of its eyebrows. Its belly was a dark brown and its eyes were blood red. Yet there was something wrong about it. Instead of legs, it had bird's feet. Long yellow talons were attached to the creature's bottom. What is that? A wyvern. A jet of blue flame flew through the air. Roan tried to move, but the chains bound her. The flames proceeded again. Death by flame. Again, thought Roan. She looked up and saw a pack of phase. Good old phase. <laughs> cockerel, she said as the flame collided with her body. Uh, Did Cockerel know this was going to happen when he suggested this plan? Maybe. That would be, you know, that would be that nice. Be wonderful if I there feel was like something. It kind of fits with Cockrell's MO of just really trying to screw everything Agent up as much chaos. as he can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, watch out for the phase, though. <laughs> P H A Z E. Capitalize. Do you guys know what that is? It looks like it's repeated like a little bit further. Did I make down, that so. up? Uh, I have no, never heard of anything. Is that called something a phase. from Metroid? Phase on. Phase on is thing. Do you think it's just Metroid? Do you think it's just a rip off of Metroid? Possible. You didn't bother to explain it. You just like the things were uh, thinking Metroid Prime Two. Yes, is that where you ripped those from? Yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all come together. Phase is a brand of shampoo, and that's all I'm oh, seeing. She's all a pack phase of shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also a brand of bowling balls up here. Right. So this board. whole story is just Metroid ripoff. <laughs> no, no, we're don't gonna get be that sued reductive. for sure. Dude. All right, all right Nintendo's coming after us. <laughs> Stay buried. Rupture is my favorite Metroidvania book. <laughs> Cockrell sat on a tall pole on top of a skyscraper and laughed. It was fun to watch havoc break loose in a highly populated city. Mothmen flew around the sky and into windows. Wyverns flew over the streets and devoured taxis. <laughs> Spectrums flew through the walls and spooked people out of there. He morphed into a giant blob of purple gas. He just, he just gave up on that sentence. Uh, <laughs> 
Whenever we get to the animated portion of the show, it's going to be like a spectrum like starts to go through the wall and like he's about to say boo and it just cuts to the next thing happening. Oh man, this is the worst chapter <laughs> by I far. I knew it would this be. This is... Oh boy. It's just become like the end of Ghostbusters, right? When the ghosts all get sure. out. Just, yeah. uh... That sentence is, it starts with spectrums. Also supposed to be specters. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to really translate this into a podcast like joke because it is so abrupt. It sounds like we're just saying something wrong. Spectrums flew through the walls and spooked people out of there. He morphed into a giant blob of purple gas. <laughs> Definitely. I think, I think that following Zen Z turned into a blob of purple gas is also just so funny. A blob as, of gas? <laughs> just, <laughs> so Cockerel does not have to turn into solid objects. He, he can turns, also turn into gas. gas. Wow. Cool. Gas, gas, gas. <laughs> Well, let's. I don't. Did, did Cockerel do that? Yeah, I think that's the he there. Uh, yeah, He's a shapeshifter. Yeah. I think we just missed the end of that last sentence. And now <laughs> yeah, we're back there's, to Cockerel. There's definitely. He did some backspacing and was going to write something. And then forgot. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> PDF I'm in the show notes, the folks. Here. Maybe this gets kind of cool. If Cockerel really is like the mastermind, the evil, <laughs> big bad, and he had plotted all this, this could kind of get neat. If I remember correctly, I think you were you were Cockrell's number one fan. Is that? Oh, I've, I've been a Cockrell guy since the very start. I think you said, "I hope we see more Cockrell." And <laughs> there you go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this chapter! Whenever he passed by, there's <laughs> like another eight pages. We've all been like flipping through. Like, when the fuck is this kid over? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Our hatred of it will carry us through. Whenever he, as a ball of purple gas, passed by a tree, the tree rotted. Whenever he passed by a building, the metal rusted and broke. The phase packed together and followed Cockrell like a flock of geese. <laughs> the phase covered New York and began to destroy everything. In the distance, he was a wyvern, tried to destroy Roan and some other. <laughs> What the hell? Oh, what the hell is this shit? This is the worst. Do you think? <laughs> you think it evolved into madness just for the rail? Do you think? Do you think at this point? At this point in the writing process, do you think you were just trying to get it done? Yeah. Just, like, you just wrote these last couple chapters, like, all in one go, and, like, the spelling is only going to get worse as we go. We are missing sentences. We are missing paragraphs describing what the hell phase is. You can only assume it's like some everywhere. Sort of... They're following him like geese. Like they're making, they're just making montage parodies. Oh. All of this started with a construction worker and a hippie drawing a David Star in the sand. Oh. And this is where we are. Oh, I hate this chapter so much. <laughs> Everything's been held together by like a thin layer. And now that it's layer falling has been, apart. Years, it's, it's been like, wow, I'm really impressed at, you know, doing this at sixth grade. And now this seems like, yeah, a third grader probably actually wrote this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Can we just start back from when the phase packed together? I just need to just read all that again. The phase packed together and followed Cockerel like a flock of geese. The phase covered New York and began to destroy everything. In the distance, he was a wyvern tried to destroy Roan and some other dark figure. 
He chuckled to himself and swooped down, already rotting Central Park. A rank smell covered the city. Roan looked up and saw that in the midst of the phase pack there was a floating scar. Cockerel, she said, just as a column of flame struck her. No, I, so I, no, 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 I think no. the phase are this gassy oh, oh. blob that go kill everything. Then he shapeshifted into a phase, joined the pack, and they followed him like geese. But he has a scar <laughs> that doesn't go away when he transforms into stuff. This right. floating scar. Yeah. It's like the telltale like ditto. Like I yeah, 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 exactly. just There's just a floating scar. Oh, that's cockerel. Yeah. That's so funny. So phase are purple gases that melt things. Probably. Or rot things, whatever. Yeah, probably. Roan screamed, yet she was not killed. The gatekeeper flung himself in front of his prisoner and absorbed the blow into his own skin. He rose and laughed. Is that the best you can do, Wyvern? The dragon roared. Cockerel sniggered and descended quickly. No, but this might be my best. The gatekeeper yelped just as Cockerel devoured him. Inside the little cloud of purple gas, you could see the gatekeeper's skin start to disappear. He started to dematerialize. No, don't hurt him, Roan protested, jumping forward. She reached out her hand and struck the floating scar. Cockerel morphed out of his face form and yelped in pain. He was now in his true form. Roan, I'll kill you for that, he shouted just as the gatekeeper's incomplete body crumpled to the ground. Cockerel ran forward and wrapped his hands around Roan's neck. He squeezed as hard as he could, and when that didn't kill her, he morphed into a bodybuilder and squeezed again. She cringed, then went limp. She cringed and then went with Oh god, that's so cringe. She turned into a bodybuilder. That's pathetic, Cockrell. Why why does Roan not want this gatekeeper killed? He literally Stockholm just, syndrome. You know? It's well, sudden in after five seconds. He's in favor of, of capturing all the monsters. I don't think right. Roan wants that. Right, Cockerel tricked Roan into bringing all the monsters. Cockerel lost yeah. his damn mind. What oh, the yeah. hell happened? <laughs> Cockerel's crazy. Also, if you were able to morph into a bodybuilder and like actually be stronger, would you not just always be a bodybuilder all the time? <laughs> not when you could be purple gas. <laughs> With purple a scar. Purple gas. Purple gas. <laughs> she cringed, then went limp. <laughs> no, the gatekeeper shouted. He jumped up and attempted to seize the bodybuilder. Cockerel morphed into a giant cyclops and swung his massive arm, batting the gatekeeper aside. The man flew backwards, spinning. Cockerel laughed, grabbing a mothman. It fit perfectly in his palm. The creature wriggled, screaming for freedom. The gatekeeper hit the side of a rotted building, smashing the windows and flying through a few walls. Cockerel laughed. Is that the best you can do? The gatekeeper staggered into view. You cannot defeat me. Already my wounds from the phase are healing. You cannot destroy me. Cockrell laughed, wading toward the building the gatekeeper had put a hole through. I do know how to beat you. Whether you like it or not, I know your name. That is the only way to defeat a shadow beast, is it not? To speak the beast's name. The gatekeeper froze. You lie. No one knows my name. Then I guess I am no one. <laughs> the gatekeeper laughed slightly. I sense an Odyssey reference. Oh, God. And now I'm cringing. <laughs> I want to die. Elijah so. cringes. Why? It helps if you read human books, the gatekeeper stated. Oof. Let's not read into that. So, um, no, I'm going to read into it. So the gatekeeper's just like, ah, I got Odyssey reference. And like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, never, never mind. Yeah. I've done that. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Cockerel threw the Mothman that was in his hand. It flew like a torpedo through the air and collided with the gatekeeper. The Mothman's hard head smacked against the man's head. He crumpled to the ground with a whimper. Cockerel laughed and strode forward. He kneeled down and picked up the limp man. He shook the gatekeeper loosely in his grasp. The gatekeeper shook and threw him. Once more... Uh-huh. Oh, I think it was just... And he oh. like threw him again. Oh, and, and the gatekeeper shook and he threw him again. Once more, he collided with a window, making it shatter. At this time, basically all of New York was deserted. It only some, took like a couple some, minutes. <laughs> some people had died and their bodies lay strewn across the streets while some escaped. Only a few cars remained on the streets. This time, with such force, the impact of the gatekeeper sent the entire building crashing down upon itself. Cockrell laughed. He knew the gatekeeper must have survived, for his name hadn't been spoken. Stop hurting people, shouted a voice from above. Cockrell turned just in time to get smacked in the eye. He reeled back and screamed. The creature that had struck him was an ing. Guam? Cockrell asked. The ing belched fire. That's right. And that's where a normal chapter would end. <laughs> We're <laughs> still going. Still rolling. And off of Guam leapt Bill. And the last fate, Clotho. Each was armed, and Guam was dressed in dazzling (laughs) silver armor. How did we get here? (laughs) We are just throwing everything out the window. You were building up to so much. It's got to be a finale. We got to write a finale real quick. (laughs) Was it Bill? They made it all the way to Canada and back in the time that this chapter has happened. And getting armor. And getting armor. Yeah, healing Bill's broken body. Right. Yeah, I guess. Um, this reads like a show. That was planned to have 10 more episodes, but got canceled and had to wrap 100%. up the show <laughs> like quickly. I guess, you know, I guess we did skip some days because uh, Roan and uh, Cockrell had to go candle shopping. It took them several days to, to yeah, candle yeah, shopping. You know, they had to figure it out, get some, maybe get a part time job, learn some money. <laughs> yeah. There's a scene with like elevator music, you know, the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> okay. I This checks out. I believe that this is happening. <laughs> We still have like four more pages. Hey, don't hey, don't get doomy about it. <laughs> don't get doomy. Doc uh, Cockroll tried to run away, but Guam swooped down and sank his teeth into the Cyclops' ankle. Cockroll tumbled forward and into a building. The rubble of another building exploded, and the gatekeeper rose up. A Mothman flew down, only to be swatted away by the Shadow Man. Who's that? Bill asked. Never in his book had this creature shown up. The gatekeeper. An extremely powerful, paranormal being that exists only on the shadow of our world, Guam replied with a toothy grin. Bill sank his head. In English, he thought. Nice definition, he voiced. Cockrell rose and shouted. He resumed his true form and ran forward, wielding a long piece of metal he had found in the remains of the building. The gatekeeper shouted and dashed forward as well. The two beings ran toward each other in a lethal game of chicken. Bill touched his temple and sent out a wave of mental energy. Cockrell went into the air and threw a pile of rubble where the gatekeeper had been. A wave of flame erupted from above as Guam dove in for another blaze. Cockrell laughed just as the flame struck him. He was engulfed in flame. A name sounded off from the column of flame. The word that wasn't spoken made all heck break loose. Dallas. A name sounded off from the column of flame. 
The word that when spoken made all heck broke loose. <laughs> Dallas! <laughs> Dallas! Uh, that's Dallas. Boy. Is that the name of the gatekeeper? Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, the gatekeeper of the necropolis. <laughs> and now he has to have a Western voice in Jeremy. Yeah, doesn't. I know. That's what I'm going to start. Yeah. Oh, there's. We'll put in the foreshadowing where there is none here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we've realized now what happens when a story doesn't have it. A scream flew through the air, splitting the minds of many weak citizens. Bill strained to keep his consciousness intact. Suddenly, the spectrum started to gather where the gatekeeper, Dallas, had been. They swooped down, emanating a greenish outline where they had been. Suddenly, Dallas rose from the rubble, much shorter than he had been. He was a mortal, a normal, average nomad. The flames surrounding Kako disappeared, <laughs> revealing his absence. I hate this chapter <laughs> so much. Oh, man. I, but the only thing that's getting me through is like maybe like there will be some listener that's just thinking, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> why are these guys complaining about it? Do you think we'll get an explanation of why Bill is no longer uh, brain no. alive, body dead? I don't know. No. Maybe we get Gums. to the end of the chapter. I mean, and maybe we that. just read into it too much and he was just like really tired and laying there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this uh, is like a fever dream, right? <laughs> yeah, this is this is a solid fever dream. Yeah, it really is. Like, you must have been sick. You must have been like coming <laughs> off of something as you wrote this. Swine flu was a thing back then. That was the pandemic of that time. H one N one two, H one N one. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> good job, Zach. <laughs> um, so Dallas, the Shadow Beast, his true name has been spoken. Now he's immortal. I don't want to read too much in the lore of this episode. Um, so done. I know you are so done. It. Is there anything that like doesn't like really check out there? I mean, no, it, no, it works. Yeah, it works. I just don't like thinking about it. It's just boring. <laughs> uh, why? Why is he that? Bill asked Clotho. <laughs> Bill is now the audience staring at that goes. Why is this happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clotho thought over for a moment. Obviously, he was a shadow beast. They were created by an evil wizard named Mavel. They are only a limited number, and you cannot create a creature from nothing, you know? You need a host, another living creature. The Mothman originally moths, and the wyverns may have been two creatures, a lizard and a bird. He must have been created from a nomad. What? Doesn't that just answer all of your questions right there? That's not now, the time for a lore dump, Clotho. Everything makes so sense. So all monsters are just normal things combined by some wizard named Mavel. Just shadow Mabble, beasts. Mabble. Whatever that is. So if you speak the name of a shadow beast, they become their true form? It looks that way, yes. Guam swooped down and landed next to Bill. He licked one of his own eyeballs and smiled at him. <laughs> uh, what a charming young <laughs> lad. That's characterization right there. <laughs> it's as good as we're going to get. Father, I think Cockerel is gone. Then what in the name of Neptune are we going to do about all these shadow beasts? Clotho <laughs> snorted. <laughs> what about Rhone? Is she dead? Guam glared at him, then turned to, uh, to face Bill. What are we going to do about him? He flicked his gaze at Clotho. We will need him, and he, help, he, will help, he can help us. He has some special gifts that can assist us, Bill replied. Like what? Guam retorted, glowering fully at Clotho now. Well, he 
Kin Bill started. Oh my gosh, I'm mortal. <laughs> Someone help me. <laughs> Shouted Dallas from below. Just some guy in Dallas <laughs> Shouted from Dallas from below. Yeah, from Dallas from below. Bill grabbed one of the spikes on Guam's back and let the ing fall forward and off the roof. He glided elegantly towards the snarling gatekeeper. We have come to help, Bill said proudly, jumping off Guam once they touched the ground. Help? How can you help me? Dallas shouted, reaching out his hands and strangling midair. Bill ignored this gesture. <laughs> we can try to find a way to revive your old abilities. We may need them, Bill said. Silence. What be your name, man? Dallas asked. My name? Well, my name is Bill Tell. He couldn't even finish his own sentence before the nomad jumped forward and tackled him. The gatekeeper started to thrash with bald fists. <laughs> I was hired to hunt you. I have you and will furthermore learn the whereabouts of the black dog. <laughs> I was hired. <laughs> Immediately following the conversation, where it's like, you summoned me, I will not listen to you. <laughs> Oh boy. The allegiances are paper thin. <laughs> oh boy. What is. What is. I just like. And I will furthermore learn of the whereabouts of the black dog. Bill strained to breathe. I didn't hide any black dog, he gasped. Dallas shucked Bill against the asphalt. He hit his head against a light post. Blood spewed from his scalp. Lar! Shouted Dallas. Ron tells me you kidnapped my beloved pet. <laughs> Bill staggered up only to be smacked down again. Pet? That thing tried to kill me. Then it did not complete its job. I will, on the other hand. The nomad drew a sword from his sheath and pointed it at Bill. Die! <laughs> <laughs> Don't die! He said before following forward, putting all his weight against the sword. Suddenly, a mothman flew down and kicked Dallas square in the chest. Why not? These dang mothmans. He howled out and toppled back. That was when he noticed the rider. It was what he would call a nerd. This teenage boy. The teenage boy picked up a spear and threw it. It collided with Dallas's chest. He screamed. The rider jumped off the Mothman and landed next to him. He drew a sword and aimed it at Dallas's neck. Who are you? Dallas sputtered. First up, what does this kid look like? Where he was like, keep reading. I am a half blood. My brother was sent to Gale, where you obviously came from. Gay Zeus. Will's brother! What? <laughs> what? Oh, it's not Will. I know, that's tragic. Wow. What? Of the saving grace of this chapter, Will's back. Nope. <laughs> no. But, but, you did forget that Will had a brother. Good on you. And he's not, was he turned to stone? No, he was just knocked out. <laughs> Gage I, Zeus oh, straightened his glasses. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He was in yeah. California. <laughs> yeah. He now came he's to in New, New York, York yeah, writing Mothman. It, it took him all this time to get here. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> out, he's been on the train. <laughs> How would he have any inkling to go to... Deus ex nerd. 
I, I guess mean, it'd be nerd ex machina. He's a nerd. He's into pop culture. He knows all things end in New York City. It's yeah. just simple. Okay, I like that explanation. I mean, were his parents still alive? They were no, stone. they're stone. Oh, okay. So, but Gage is Gage is still good. Let me read this paragraph. I think yep. he explains something. That is Gage zoos straight in his glasses. I have known of my existence as a half-blood for years, restraining myself from saying it to my brother, Will. <laughs> to find the void of going to Gale, I picked up the hobby of playing Dungeons & Dragons. In secret, I have been training. It seems that the hag that came to my house only petrified my parents and only knocked me out. When I awoke, I fled, looking for the answer to my brother's disappearance. Uh, he's a mall nerd. <laughs> When I found out, well, I started ninja. to search the world for the second seal through that the witch brought here. To make a long story short, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Will died to accomplish this goal that his younger brother just stumbled into and like figured out on his own. Oh my wow. god. His parents told him, but not Will. They Brutal. sat him down and were like, we know you're the younger brother, but Weird. we trust you way more than Will. <laughs> With this information, I, I do too. Your head cannon was right, by the way. They did play Dungeons and Dragons to to, yeah. to recreate oh, yeah, their right. life on yeah. Gale. I honestly, you know what? Seeing how capable Gage Zeus is, and seeing how incapable Will <laughs> Zeus is, I get it. I get yeah. not sharing yeah. this information with Will. What an interesting dynamic. The younger brother is like the cool, awesome one. He's like who nine. also found the second Seal Seal yeah. well you could still peg him as a nerd from quite some ways away apparently, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> he's a nerd right. but he's a competent this chapter nerd. sucks so hard but I gotta give you credit for remembering there was a second Sealther <laughs> a second Sealther and a second Zeus I love oh. it I would love the spinoff of yeah. Zeus yeah that is, do you think we're gonna get a Zeus chapter <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I'd, I'd read that it's way more interesting than Bill yeah. um to make a long story short, I found it. And once I found my brother, I'm going to send the Sealthers into the Great Vortex where the link between the two worlds will be destroyed. Dallas was frozen with naked fear. It was too obvious he was scared. Will, you're, uh, will you truly kill me? Gage bit his tongue on the word will. <laughs> if you're trying to stop me, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but he said the word will earlier, right? <laughs> <laughs> he said will be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's fine if he says it. You yeah, can't okay. say it. I'm like, brother. Bill tried to sense what side the boy was on. <laughs> Somehow, barriers set apart the link between minds. Apparently, Gage had mind powers too. Gage is so much better than anybody else in the cast. <laughs> Mind you, he swooped in on a Mothman. So, like in the time, like New York went to hell. He and then, like he captured and trained one <laughs> in that time and flew it into the battle. That's badass. Yeah. He's the, he's the he, he's his power level is higher than Joe. It must be. I think so. Apparently, Gage had mind powers too. Dallas struggled to move. Gage laughed, and suddenly Dallas floated upward and crashed into the ground again. Don't try to escape. Dallas flared his nostrils and started to scream. Guam, finish him, Gage said. And as if Bill had said it, the ing obeyed, sending a spiraling wave of fire at Dallas. The nomad screamed just as Gage leapt to the side, narrowly avoiding the beam. Then the voice rang out and Gage stood up. Thank you, Guam. Bill exchanged looks between Gage and Guam. You know each other? 
No, I just entered his mind and triggered all memories and absorbed them all at once. Then, in exchange, I sent all memories of mine in return. That way, I had a permanent link, and also, he knew I was no foe, Gage said. Guam nodded. (laughs) That's true. That's what happened. (laughs) Bill's mouth was agape. You had the power to infiltrate an Ng's mind? He exclaimed. Gage swatted at a fly that flew by him. He sensed an amazing, powerful energy source by him. He crumpled to the ground, clutching his ears. Slowly, slowly indeed, a figure started to form next to him. The ghostly image of Kor appeared and smiled. The world was now his. Oh, man. Let's just end the episode there. Oh, Let's boy. just not drag it out. I don't know how much yeah, we really want to debrief on that. Well, um, let's talk about the last paragraph. Yeah. Okay, I... I think I was the one person that was really invested by this chapter, except for the <laughs> terrible writing. I'm um, invested now. I want to know more about Gage Zeus. But it seems like he might already, like, be Is he, dead. Okay, so in my mind, there's three things that happened. He died. He's not dead. And uh, by killing the fly, Kor came back. They like Or the fly entered his mind and now... Core is controlling Gage, and Gage mm. is just seeing a ghostly image of him. I think right. Core was like trapped in the fly, and like killing the fly let him out. Okay, is, I think what happened there. I can mm. see that. I like to. I like to imagine so he's that he's been constantly like trying to, to get, get people, people to, to hit bug him. him. Hit me! He's been bugging kill me. Hit me! There were portions where I kind of like kind of came in and out. Um, <laughs> why did any of this happen? Can anybody like? It started like, with Rose and out? Cockgirl on the beach. <laughs> they, they summoned. They summoned the gatekeeper who inadvertently brought along the Wait, apocalypse. First of all, they summoned Core. That's true. They summoned Core. It seemed like Cockrell knew all this was going to happen, right? Yeah, it seems yeah. like it. Cockrell joined in on the mayhem. Rome. Right. He it seems like he's got no agenda. He's jokering. He, he this. just wants to destroy like, New York City. That sounds yeah. fun to me, right? That's yeah. just what he's mm-hmm. doing. Um, all right, so Cockrell just wants to kill people. He wants to kill Roan. He's mm-hmm. trying to kill Roan. He's trying to kill everything. Even though they briefly teamed up. Briefly. He yeah, keeps doing he, this. He, he was just manipulating <laughs> Roan completely. Yeah. Um, The one thing that I really disliked is that Bill was just fine. I know. That was the yeah. one thing. That's, <laughs> that's a, honestly, everything else was That's where the suspension of disbelief bad. ends right there. Yep. Like, I cannot believe Bill's back and all right. <laughs> like, there's like a, some sort of explanation for everything else. Right. But no. Not... No. Okay, well, what's another thing? There's there no is not some explanation for everything else in this book. Well, in this as chapter, far as people coming back after be, uh, being blatantly said that were, they were dead, like, they're usually, it's like, oh, well, they ruptured over, blah, blah, right. blah. But Bill died. Physical, Bill was physically disabled and now is just back and at full health, apparently. Right. I think he just didn't know how to write the words that he meant to write. I think <laughs> Bill was just laying on the ground to hurt. really hurt. It's yeah. really impressive yeah. that you were able to channel all your worst writing tendencies into one, <laughs> one chapter. We had Lord Dumps in the middle is, of there. Just like, it is really, man. truly fascinating how... The quality of writing, noticeably, it's not just content, but it's the quality of writing, noticeably <laughs> takes a nosedive oh, anytime there's that, a bill chapter. That one page was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> My word. The introductions of like four different monster types 
only explaining what one of them are, <laughs> know, right? as well as an evil wizard Marvel, who yeah. I don't think we've heard of before, and it's just and a throwaway line. We'll never hear of him again. No, nope. probably not. The no. chapter was called the Summoning Circle, but it wasn't even a circle, it was a star. There was no <laughs> circle, it was just a star of David that was specifically said. Shalom. <laughs> I like it. Also, uh, Will is like a freshman in high school, so Gage is a junior hire. Oh, yeah. Gage yeah. is a junior hire who I presume is like showed up, is now like ripped with a six pack, like has long flowing hair, like still has the thick glasses, but like they're cracked yeah. kind of. Like that's the character design for Gage right now. what he would call a nerd. <laughs> still like one of the best well, like a, protector. Though, right? yeah. But like a buff nerd, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pocket, pocket protector, but with the ripped sleeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate the the reintroduction of Gage because there really needs to be at least one character who knows what's going on. I found that he, to be the most hilarious tease because we, uh, I really thought that was it was definitely a purpose. You wanted us to think it was Will. This yeah, is this so. is this is gonna be your you're like why didn't they just fly the eagles? Why didn't they just fly the ring with the eagles to the to Mountain Dew? Why didn't why didn't Gage just figure it out? <laughs> I got I the like, sealter, by the way. It's a long story. I'll just skip it. But uh, yeah, I got the second sealter. Who knows where that was? Which, once again, yeah, bit of a callback. Uh, I thought that that would be a completely irrelevant plot point. But now it, I think... It still is, but... His, his mission... Mean, he can go to Gale now. Yeah. He can go to Gale and presumably just swat Genghis because he's more powerful than anyone mentioned so far, I think. Well, I think I think Genghis could be more powerful than he is. Do you think Especially if he does the whole like squib thing with Gage? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's several characters that have been shown to kind of have like mind powers. And that's Genghis, uh Bill, Bill Guam. And- yeah, the Ings. Well, Ings in general, Rhone does yeah. too, a little bit. Rhone does a little bit, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, Fates did too, I believe. Okay, the Hags do, I think, just overall. Yeah. Um, And then now Gage does. He, he's very mentally powerful, apparently. He was an elf. Is that right? Half he's elf. Half, half, half elf. elf. Yeah. yeah, that's what... Yeah, that's what the... Uh, so maybe half... He also has some half anti-gravity powers as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably how he got up on the Mothman. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Um, uh, I feel like there was a really interesting kind of piece of lore where um, Gage said, I'm going to send the seal threats into the great vortex where the link between the two worlds will be destroyed. Yeah. That I feel like that is now like the mission of the <laughs> book. actual plot. Yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. throwaway Which line. Which strand Joe. And it's now there's like a race against time. They have to get back before he does that. Is that what you're thinking? No. So I think Joe has to complete his seal third. And they have to throw both sealers into the great vortex, Whoa. which will permanently oh. separate the world. No more. And then no Gage can fill in the void that Will left behind. <laughs> that the, would be hilarious. The Joe cross <laughs> Zeus ship sails again. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is like, let's separate the worlds forever. That's what Gage is trying Does to do. Does he know his brother's dead? No. But he still bit his tongue when he heard the word Will. No, <laughs> this is so much. He, he, he might know. That's, I all, think, that's a very find common him. word. That I think be, this is written in uh, such a true. way that when Joe and Sarah get the last piece of the seal throw, the book is able to end. I think that's what this is. Right, because I think they need to throw both seal throws into I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just be like, oh, we can go home now, and then nothing will matter. Because no, Gage, will have already, Gage will have already taken care of the rupture and everything else. <laughs> and cleaned up house. And yeah, no, totally. Joe and Sarah just have to get home and break the news about Will. Joe and Sarah <laughs> Don't have the final battle. The final battle's already happened, kind of thing. I yeah. think so. That's what my question it's is. Like, it's like it's like Bill think, getting knocked out for uh, the five armies. Healing the rupture. Do you think that's gonna like? Do you think that's gonna Deus Ex Machina throw like take all the shadow beasts and Gaelites and oh, throw I, them back? It'll phantom menace them for sure. Okay. I think. Okay. 
Cool. My <laughs> other question is, did young Newt know where this chapter was going to go when he started no. it? No. Like, did you just Absolutely not. This is, just, this oh is truly God. the worst chapter of I the book. I feel like the main purpose, you got aside from the last pages. couple pages, <laughs> was to just have Core enter yep. Earth, yep. right? Yep. And the monsters. The monsters coming in. Yeah. You got 12 I mean, pages in it. It's like, wow. Abandoning New York. What <laughs> do I do now? Abandoned. There's a bunch of different ways you could have had monsters come in. You know, you could have just had, had more the rupture. In, yeah. yeah. I feel like the main thing was to sneakily slide core into Earth and then introduce Gage as yeah. like a, a hero. As the Deus Ex Machina. Once again, I'm thankful for a character who seems to know things. That is nice. Yeah. We all is, the ones that knew things are dead and didn't and like to say things they knew when they were alive. I don't remember what is revealed, but I know that chapter 29 is a Gage chapter and it's called like questions are answered. <laughs> I think it's just like the Lord dumb, like answering questions, like tying up loose ends kind of chapter. Oh, okay. that'll be a good chapter. I can't wait. It's like the opposite of a bill chapter. <laughs> it's the opposite of a bill chapter is a Gage chapter. The bill uh, chapters are just creating loose ends. Gage is the anti bill. <laughs> Will bill Gage, Gage. anti. All right, yeah, 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 I like that. All right, um, predictions going forward. I think I already talked about mine. Core is coming out. Yeah, I feel like the main objective is going to be get the both sealers into the Great Vortex and destroy the the yeah. link. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you think we're going back to Genghis next chapter? I hope so. Oh, oh, I need a not. Genghis. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say We've that. We've got a new, new spinoff. <laughs> oh, we have we have a completely different. The next chapter starts with a completely new character. <laughs> is that what you're telling me right now let's, let's thank you for listening to this behemoth of a chapter please send in your phase fan art I'm so sorry I'm sorry next one will be better next one is going to be awesome it can't be worse it can't be worse <laughs> um, and also once again I do know I know the last few chapters much better than I know these ones it does end don't spoil it. You keep years. saying that. It does end. No, it has. It, it, it's much better writing in the end than this. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> you don't trust me. I don't know. Like I said. The Sphinx chapter was awesome. <laughs> remember the Sphinx chapter? <laughs> remember, the Sphinx? Uh, remember, remember the good the old dance days? Battle? Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, re-listen to that episode mm-hmm. before you go into 28. And, uh, <laughs> thank remember you for why listening. you liked it. <laughs> Rate us on Spotify. Rate us on Spotify. Don't rate us after this episode. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) Rate us based on the content of our past content, not the content of our current content. (laughs) Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by Nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we, we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. We have other reasons to hunt him. Like what? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not having a hard time with his voice. I'm going to get a drink. Can you go away? No, I can't have you in here.